2: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss.
3: All we hear is Radio Gaga, Radio Goo Goo, Radio Gaga. You're listening
4: to Bandwagon.
3: The intro. I spilled my tea everywhere there as well. Don't so know if saw that.
4: Yeah, we're thinking of doing merch where it just says "Blame the Worms." Yeah, so we'd, if we'd if appreciate you back on that.
3: so if you want to let us know. What was the other one? Blame the Worms, or I liked the other one better. Oh, uh, it's the worms take again. Wheel there
4: for a minute, and I'll find Jesus, it. Jesus,
3: take the uh, wheel, take it from my hands. Anyway, that was the idea, but maybe come back to us, and we could do like little embroidered worms. Be kind of yeah. cute. Yeah. Get on to doing the veil. Doing the veil, if you're listening. We'd like to do worm merch, please. The only podcasters out there doing worm wow, merch. Wow, wow, stop crying. Wow, wow, stop crying. Yeah, yeah, that will be good as well. I feel like Kane Roach would want royalties there well.
4: And uh, we give them to him. He we get them, them
3: in other ways. What are you talking about? <laughs> what are you trying to imply? Welcome back to Bandagons. <laughs> yes, um, we are delighted to be joined by uh, another friend of the podcast this week to talk about all things radio and the mad world of it, Emma Nolan. Hello. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks
4: today. so much for
1: having me. This is an actual honor. So oh. thanks for
4: having me guys. Oh. This, is, a, this is what happens to when you let goes. Breed plan the episode because literally I went on a tangent about two strangers and a wedding like two weeks ago, yeah. one week ago.
3: And now we're doing a whole episode on it. Yeah, That's good Breed was like storytelling now that is. Yeah, Breed was like was radio like- promotions. And I was like, okay, <laughs> you know what? I've asked for enough over the last few weeks. So yeah, okay, <laughs> sure. Whatever you say, but in fairness, there is a lot in it when you think about it. There is. When um, I actually fell down the rabbit hole, there is some really bad radio promotions. Um, like I'm obviously from Cork, and I grew up listening to Red FM. Yeah, it was the, you were either in 98, 90, not I'm going to say 98, but it's 96 in Cork. You were either 96 FM person or you were a Red FM person, and we were like firmly a Red FM household. It was like Casey and Lenny to the breakfast show, and we listened him go and going into school. And were you obsessed, obsessed to learn it? Oh. Obsessed okay. I dreamed of the day I'd be on kids in the car <gasps> Dude, you It's like no. simple, Like Oh it's like They do Like a like You know It's like a, a really quick quiz But it's like The kids does it And they win a fucking bike Or something I was like I, I wanna be on this I really <laughs> wanna, I mean, wanna be on this now. I don't think I ever entered But like I was like Imagined what I'd do If I was on it You know what I mean And I'd be like Slightly judging all the kids In the back seat I was obsessed And I, I used to listen to The radio in my room Going to bed as well And I used to listen to Cork Talks Back Which is like Mm. Dublin Talks Or like Kind of live line Yeah the phone show With Victor Barry I was obsessed And I used to be Flat out listening to it And then like Sundays He'd have Anne Sexton on From Hot Press Talking about like Sex Like Mm. she like A sex column I was obsessed with that as well, I used to be flat out just listen, and I'd be like, "Hey, Anne, um, I oh, I can't um, come for some reason," and I just be, I'd be like, "Wow, wow, what a moment! I loved it, honest to God. And I actually met Victor Barry in like Man Point Shopping Centre, and like my, my like my mom got a picture of the two of us, and I'd say he was like, "Who the fuck is this child? Like, get away from when you But you I was face? obsessed. Um, I didn't but I think my mom knew it was him I was a bit right. traumatised when I saw him in person and do you ever see like yeah. that's so mean <laughs> 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 do you know when it like doesn't line up with like
1: the person yeah. you see but yeah I was obsessed but that's the thing about radio particularly before social media that for so long you just you did not know what these people looked like and then as a result th- this uh, picture was painted in your own head and you came up with these characters and I'll get into that in a little bit like about who I was obsessed with growing up and then to, to meet these people and when you're in a canteen situation on your first day in work and you hear the voice that you've been listening to for 10 years and you're kind of trying to be cool and not lose your mind but like okay that's Mary's voice where is that coming from and then eventually you're literally like just see the mouth moving and the voice coming out of it and you're like what yeah like it just it first, like even for weeks after meeting for example Mary maybe you remember Mary O'Neill yeah. from Beat Breakfast yeah and she we'll iconic. get to that. She was so iconic and when she left Beat Breakfast nobody knew where she went do you remember she left Beat Breakfast and didn't... where'd she go she went to the radio station that's in the same building there's still all great friends but we all didn't know what happened to Mary and it was oh, really, really upsetting I was like oh my god!" and there she was years later and I was so obsessed with that breakfast show that yeah. it just it was mad and I remember the day that Mary announced that she was leaving Beat Breakfast having been with uh, so in Waterford and in the southeast. it was Beat 102, 103 that we listened to when we were grown up and uh, it was Niall, Vinnie and Mary initially now it's Niall, Vinnie and Trish but when it was not Vinnie and Mary that was when I was real like um, on the way into school secondary yeah. school I just loved their. their, their uh, Trish loved Trish on the breakfast show as well but I'm just talking about this particular early kind of teenage year mm-hmm. but I was really upset yeah. <laughs> and I remember um, I was on my way down to Nemeton this you know Nemeton TV in in Ring uh, doing some work placement one day and I was driving down and it was like whatever 20 past 8 in the morning and my phone starts ringing it's my mom, so I pull in and I'm like well are you okay and she was like did you just hear Beat Breakfast and I was like no and she was like turn it on turn it on And I was like what My mum was crying Like she was like Mary's leaving And I honestly had the hazards on On the side of the road On the way We were like what Like devastated This was before you even had like Access to check out an online forum Or they'd put an official statement On social media They were just gone And they're not going to tell you That they're going to a rival radio station They're just gone Mm. And you don't know if Mary's sick Or if Mary just Where she's going You just heard that she's leaving And I was devastated So roll on Years later In the canteen on day one Making tea And I heard the voice I was like what the fuck
0: (laughs) yeah. <laughs> my mum always
1: said that Mary was this blonde girl she had her all described with a bob and Mary's like a brunette and nothing like you imagine. but yeah I think that's the magic of it is that you just kind of come up with your own picture of who yeah. these people are just yeah. brings it right back I remember when Beat
4: started like I think I remember when Beat started down at home or when we properly got into it I was in primary school and the only other like radio station that was local was Southeast Radio Okay, but it's from a much older demographic like it's it's something my granny would have on on a Sunday morning they play like folky ballads mm. and stuff stuff. Um, I'm sure they do better stuff now, but that's how I remember it. Um, And I remember them putting on beat and it was like proper like pop music and just being obsessed with it. Then every time I got into the car, I'd be like tuning in my mom and dad's cars to like the pop station. And then like that, we had like a 30 minute commute to school every day and there and back. And it was beat all day. And then when I was studying for my I used to win all the competitions late night because no one else would be entering them. <laughs> well, standard, I won like... so many radio competitions. It was Didn't class. Did you? Yeah. My brother is like obsessed with radio competitions and just competitions in general. And he always wins because he always I enters. I recognize the name from entries. A... But like I won a competition on 2FM last year because he texted me the answer and he was like, text this to 2FM right now. So I did. And they rang me back and they were like, you're going to be on in like five minutes. And they put me on and... They were like, and how did you guess it or whatever? I was like, oh, to be honest, my brother gave me the answer. And they took my details to send out the prize. And uh, they were like, Brian from Gorey. They're like, you're hardly related to Michal, are you? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, no. he's my brother. They're like, that's gas. We know Michal well in here because he just wins all the time. He's just harassing us. Like. Yeah. And when he was really little, they were giving away like Wexford jerseys on beat or something or like a jersey for each county in the southeast. Yeah. And I remember he won an extra one one day and my uncle was like, that's class. Will you win me one? He was like, yeah, no bother. I'll win you one tomorrow. So he texted in my, as my uncle's name the next day and won one for him too.
3: He's just really lucky he that is. way. And just, just enters. Like, I think that's has a lot bottom. of burner phones for the competitions. Like, I wouldn't put it past him. Dad right. Dad bloody right. Um, so when did you start and beat or how did you get into radio?
1: was like your first job Uh, so basically I I always wanted to be like dreamed of the idea of being a radio presenter but was like I'd be A no good at that and B like just in my head and again this is the thing like when you're listening to like a show you love when you're younger you think that this is just this big institution that you'll have like you can't get near them they Mm. just sound so big and so unapproachable you know what I mean you don't think that you're going to be able to actually get in there um, but yeah, so basically I did a work placement in FM, which is the sister station to Beat. So they're in the same the same building in Waterford. And I worked on a current affairs show called Dacia AM, which is pretty much like the local version of, kind of like Liveline, I guess. Um, and Billy McCarthy, who sadly passed away a few years ago, he's just he was just this iconic, he was the voice of Waterford. He was utterly adored. And I came in there uh, under his producer Jennifer on a six month placement I was in college in UL and they gave me a shot and I remember thinking like on the first day just sitting in that tiny little booth while the show was live and that show was so busy you're talking like four to five topics per hour if something kicks off at ten you need to get right reply from someone so you're constantly constantly making calls all the way through the show trying to get people back on and if there's someone from Fianna Gale on you got to get a Fianna Faller on and it just opened my mind so much and I was learning stuff really quickly and on top of that you had the really cute stories as well like there was a woman who was really sick with MS. One day I just remember this story so well. And she was from down the county and she just messaged in being like these gurriers had knocked all of her uh plan pots off her windowsill overnight. And I remember this message came in and Biddy was reading it being like bloody gurriers or whatever. But when then when she explained on the phone, like that she has MS and like the only thing that she can really take care of because they're at a level that she that isn't painful to her, is her plan pots. Yeah. Like, they mean a lot to her mm. and like honestly I could see through the window through the window reception within 10 minutes there was plant pots being delivered to reception there was um, um what's called the uh, fancy soil <laughs> uh, oh, I like a clue. Like, you know what yeah, I mean like, yeah comp no compost. yeah, compost. yeah, yeah, yeah. Fancy soil. <laughs> <laughs> all of these different plants and like honestly by 12 o'clock it couldn't stop people drive, dropping in Harvey Norman vouchers for her or maybe Harvey Norman doesn't sell plants you know what I mean all those shops that sell lovely things and I remember at the end of the show they were like would you drive down and dropped them down to her and I was like yeah and like she was just so happy and I was just emptying and all this stuff and helping her set up her new plants. and it was just like the joy of local rate. I just I was in love I was in love with the power of it and the yeah. community of it and everything and I remember thinking at that point I don't ever want to be on air I just want to produce like the kind of feeling of like you feel so proud of it when you come off air attending like some of them are my ideas and I really helped get that contributor on and you know you just yeah. feel like you were really a part of things at the very end of the show he'd always gone off being like and thank you to Jennifer Long and i uh, <laughs> Our work experience, producer Emma Nolan, I mean always be like, proudest punch. Hearing her name. Like <laughs> it's... I said, yes. Got it. Um, so I loved it. And then that was like a six month college placement and in the meantime had gotten to know all the Beat gang just from being in the same building had the Mary moment had that with Niall <laughs> and all the other presenters I was like what and I was just starstruck by the whole the whole lot of them really to be honest um, but then kind of gained a little bit of cool and composure and uh, became friendly with them and I remember the boss of Beat saying like look if you uh, if you're looking for a few Bob like do a bit of work on the Beat fleet which is like the spinnies or mm. whatever Yeah, I, yeah. Well, I would die to be no fleet. When, I was, <laughs> when I was 16 I was like this is the Dream only job Freed. I want for the Freed. rest of my life <laughs> seriously I she said that to me in the canteen. Would you like to join the Beat Fleet? And I was like, oh yeah, I mean, that'd be great. I remember the jacket, running like being to- recruited to Thunderbirds or something <laughs> like, just like, yes. I ran back down to the little booth that I used to work in when I was producing Billy's show, like on my own. I needed to be on my own. And I opened Facebook Messenger. I text everyone, I'm joining the Beat Fleet. <laughs> <laughs> I was so excited by it and I loved it. And then as a result, kind of, it kind of worked its way in. Basically from there, in such a long story, went on Erasmus, came back from Erasmus. I'd been in Budapest and Zara King had was had was just leaving B to go to news talk. So her position was available and the head of news at that point, um, I, I knew about that. So I had an interview with them and I came back and I was like, what will I do? Because I really want to drop out and just do this news thing full time. I was really interested in current affairs and I think that had been enhanced from doing the whole production thing on the current affairs show. And I didn't think I'd be any good as a pretender. So uh, I was like, news, news, news. And I, I really enjoy that. And interviewed for Zara's gig. Got it. But they were really sound to me and Beat. And this is what I love so much about Beat as well. Like, they're so good to the young people that are coming up with no experience. Like, there's so many presenters look around the country now who... Who started out yeah. there. Who were given a shot, yeah. you know? Um, And yeah, like, amazing. So they worked around my college schedule for three semesters so that I could work in, like, a full-time news gig with that. In the meantime, Martin Guilfoyle joined Beat. Yeah. And he was doing the takeover at the time, which was the late night show. And I was going into him okay, we used to record these entertainment segments. They weren't actually live.
0: <laughs> <But> <laughs> dun, dun, dun!
1: We used to record them before the end of my shift. And like, to be fair to Martin, I know right well that he was going in there being like, can I bring Emma on my show? Like, and they were like, But well, Emma's in news. Like, whatever you want. Like, whatever. like he was the one being like, Emma's got a great personality. She should be doing more, you know, whatever. Yeah. He was very much champ- championing me from uh, the early stages. But I remember recording the entertainment inserts with him and this should take like three minutes finish recording three minutes finish recording three like I'd say the poor chap like 45 minutes later I was like Martin I don't know I think I said that bad can you take that back and start again like I was a pain in the hole like trying to be taken seriously as a news journalist so you know Martin's taking the mick now yeah. but rewind when he was like tw- like 22 mm. like um. anyway yeah we'd great crack he was very good to me but he used to rip like oh, I remember this one day We were obviously recording this entertainment segment for ages and at one point I was obviously really frustrated because I kept stumbling my words or whatever, like I'm a very bad stumbler for someone who works on on air, (laughs) but I obviously just got really frustrated and kind of went like, right? So I'm driving home and the top seven at seven is on, which is like a chart counting, which was at the top of his show every evening. And he's linking it, chatting in between the songs. And he's like, by the way, just to let all you guys know all across the southeast, you can ask Emma Nolan any question you want. And I guarantee, oh, actually, sorry. I, I don't think I'd sighed. I think I'd been like, Yeah. Like, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I guarantee you, she will say, he pressed it. And he obviously had pulled it from the recording. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And he had it all edited together. So it was like, how are you, oh, Emma? Will you come over gosh. tomorrow and make me a roast dinner? And it was like, and Emma says, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was like, Martin, I'm a serious news journalist. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just so much crack. Um, we just had Grey Charisma on air. And we did a show together then on a Sunday called The Sunday Spin, which was great Crack and that was my first ever radio show say rather than just contributing to a show and then when Martin left I thought that was the end of it for me and I'd have to just go back to news and that'd be it because I thought that I only ever really worked as like a co-presenter to him say and then it actually went the other way they were like hey Emma you can't read the news on Tuesday because I need you to cover the show and I was like oh excellent okay and then I kind of found my own feet and it was very much he he, he encouraged me massively but Then when the college thing ended after them being so kind to me for the year and a half to work around my schedule, I was kind of like, I think I'm in love of presenting now. And when Luke O'Fuelan had come and then left to go to (coughs) iRadio, I got the takeover. Class. Gas. Um, I didn't realize Luke was down there. Luke was there for a while as well, yeah. Again, it was his first gig, big gig as well,
4: yeah. Yeah, it's mad because me and my brother always say this where you see like names popping up on other stations and you're like, why do I know them if they're only new? But it's because like you would have heard they would have been on like mm-hmm. I don't even think I. it was probably Mar- Marty I was listening to do my Leaving Cert study yeah, like literally. all those years oh, ago oh and but he like... had
1: such crack on that show like yeah like the, the, the takeover with Martin was wild like Niall who'd be like um obviously like a manager down there like he'd sit in the evening nervously going like what's he gonna do tonight <laughs> like Martin would never cross the line but like he'd hover <laughs> <Do> you know <laughs> what I mean like, <laughs> Say Niall was nervous oh, but um, God. no it was great crack it was great crack yeah
3: yeah That's like Pamela With Because um, Pamela Joyce Was down in Friend of the Pod She was down On like, radio first And now obviously she's She was on the weekend And now she's covering Early breakfast on Today FM So there you go Popping yeah. up everywhere
1: They do They, just they do Swap around They do yeah But I did love um, I suppose the takeover Just being given That freedom to like for the first while well, not be very good at what I do like it just takes a while to kind of get your flow and get your mm. confidence and I was not great technically initially either so it just takes a while and they were just so patient with me but then once I found my vibe I just had the best crack ever on that show like nighttime radio is obviously very different there's not like panic trying to make news and I a lot more like I had huge um, playlist control and stuff as well so I was just playing bots, like having the time <laughs> of my life Yeah. Um, I was li- living with my granny at the time who was like my best pal and like she started coming on the show we used to record the segment called Phyllis with Knowledge, which <coughs> her name is Phyllis. Oh, god! Very, very good. I love a good pun. And it started off just we were just sitting around one afternoon, and she was asking me about. We were talking. I, I said some kind of a slang word. I can't remember what it was, and she kind of questioned me. And I was like, Do you mind if I record this conversation? And she was like, Yeah, I'm cool. So I kind of just left the phone down in the middle of us and just recorded this. And I kind of brought this audio into work, and I was like, It was such a mess. Like twelve minutes of just rambling. And I was like, You know, obviously in radio, we kind of need to be <clears throat> a lot tighter. So I was kind of going through it and pulling it down, and like Iggy Fancy was massive at the time and I kind of had that instrumental on the go and I kind of just worked it into it and it was just like dum, 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 da, da, dum. And she was like, oh, what does shade mean? <laughs> and, and I was like, you know, I was like, what do you think it means? And she'd say like, um, a shade, like a, a shade for a light. And I was like, no, like shade means kind of like, you know, if you're throwing someone a little bit of negativity or whatever and she was like oh yeah no we don't like that and we just had the best time she came on for ages she went through tinder one day and judged oh, loads of lads and yeah it was just crack i did my junior cert again when i did that show that was great years ago Um, i went back and, and did the exams again it was just wild and then then i went to iradio from there Class. What a time it's Such a great time And like yeah. that's the thing Like you just There's just no major Obviously they're guided Constantly And like great coaching From the ta- staff And there along the way But like ultimately You do have like Kind of a bit more free reign Just to make your mistakes and Like we used to ring people And do live Tinder dates I remember this one time oh, This guy texted in Being like Hey Emma Play whatever for me And whatever Johnny On the way to uh, To a Tinder date In wherever Somewhere in Tipperary And I was like Hey guys And with that The two girls Who were going to meet The message I mean, like Emma we're going to meet those two guys so then like i had updates the whole way through and like the show meant it wouldn't you know I, I should be in a part of a called chill beats at half 11 but like all that goes out the window and you just keep going how is everyone home safe okay you're home safe okay great okay i'll talk to you tomorrow everyone bye mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just crack i loved it where like where do you get it in a job like you can just do that like it's,
3: it's free reign free reign like mm-hmm. are there any like standout callers or like mad
4: people you've encountered mad listeners you've encountered or just like the first
1: thing that comes to mind is fastway tommy (laughs) right the (laughs) courier yeah fast way, Tommy um, he was on he was on once I think just looking for a song but like again this was the loose night nighttime radio days it's not like a song and wrap it up and get back into the song in like a minute or two like this is seven minutes in we're still talking absolutely rubbish and he was just such a character like he had I think I was crying like he was just hilarious but um, he was saying I'm the fastest man in the southeast to deliver in parcels and I was like Tommy how do you know that like I said show me the proof you know and he was like there's no woman not gonna get her dress From that boohoo package, I am straight in. Like, just like (laughs) the bet. It was wild, but he became such a big part of the show. And then I went to iRadio, right? I came back to beat. Before I joined 104, I've kind of been—I was kind of all over the place there for a while. So I went to iRadio, then I came back and took back over the same show again, and then within six months I was here back in in FM 104 in Dublin. But when I went back to Beat, I opened the mic on the first night, and this time like the show was going to take a little bit more of a mature spin, and you know it was very much Irish music focused and all that kind of stuff. But like I wasn't going to be bringing Tinder dates anymore. Like I'd grown up a little bit at yeah, that yeah, stage yeah. too. But um... she's a serious radio presenter, <laughs> <of the> girlies. <laughs> she's serious no 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 we're still having crack but you know it just wasn't as as wild yeah as yeah, far, yeah. As, you know um but the first it, within those first few things i was like has anyone heard anything from fastway tommy and within minutes it was like hi oh, just got a few calls there were you looking for me it's fastway tommy i hear you're back <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh um, my so, gosh. Yeah, just great crack that was on cork talks back there was like a trucker guy who would and he, he was known as like trucker I don't know what to, Trucker Paul, I think. And, like, he would consistently ring in about, like, whatever the topic was. Like, it'd be about, like, sh- should teenagers be going to the gym and stuff? And, like, he... <laughs> Trucker Paul would have an opinion about anything it was. And i know
1: them all then because I was just listening. And I was yeah. like, oh, there's there's Trucker Paul. Mum was like, what? Go to bed. <laughs> Go to bed, you freak. You'd mentioned, Fanula, the the late night show on a Sunday night that you listened to on Red FM. Do you remember Heartbeat, Breed, by no. any chance? Talk to me. Do you remember the intro music? Oh, yeah. Music? Oh, well, obviously, you know the song. Yeah. Uh, no I don't think I. What ever... age are you? 26 Okay so I'm only A year ahead of you So you know, I should remember Sunday Night on Beat It was a show like that It was called oh, yeah. Heartbeat With this woman called Diana Luke Does that ring a bell? Oh
4: <gasps> Did she yes, like you remember Yeah
1: Yeah An was English like accent
4: pro- Yeah Mm-hmm. Was it like a problem solving? Yes! Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: And they talked about everything that like you wouldn't talk to your mom about yet. Like they, we were, I was probably at the really weird age of like twelve or thirteen. Like probably first year in school when I used to listen to Heartbeat. And like it'd be wild. I'd love to say you text your friends after, but you wouldn't have the credit. So the next morning you're like, did you hear <laughs> <The> Heartbeat <laughs> last night? Like, and be t- they were talking about all sorts as well. Like even like it was a really progressive and brilliant show in terms of talking about people coming out and dealing with their sexuality. And like everything, mm. nothing was off the table. And it was brilliant. And yeah, if you didn't listen to Heartbeat on a Sunday night, you'd have nothing to talk to with your mates about on the bus the next morning. And I remember when I, again, when I did join Beat, I remember just being like, what happened to Diana? And they were like, oh, we just moved on. And I was like, what? We
3: were just devastated. Where do they go
4: to? <laughs> like, where are they? Traumatized. Radio presenter yeah. heaven. Yeah. Um, <laughs> me and my friends we went through a phase where we would just text in nearly every day on the on the way to school and be like, a big happy birthday to Breed who's 15 today. And then like the next day it'd be like me doing it back. And it'd be like a big happy birthday to Cuiva who's 15 today. And then the next day it'd be Breed again. And I don't know how they never copped, but it was like, it wasn't our birthdays, but we thought it was the funniest thing ever to surprise
1: your friend with a birthday shout out. Yeah. Oh on the way God. to school. Looking back best But honestly I've been working on radio For a good while now And I still get Such a kick off a shout out yeah. Like if one of my friends Is on the radio on a Saturday I'm like hey What's going on Like, And they're like And then they say Oh I, Emma just was on Saying something about that And I am like oh, That's me <laughs>
4: <laughs> We text Marty Not that long ago Only a couple of weeks ago For a shout out And we waited in the car For 45 minutes I'd say
3: <laughs> For him to say our name yeah. Like we have we a podcast like pod- come on, on. Yeah, Literally like We could just like Speak to him like,
1: <laughs> we, we were like come like, on <laughs> <laughs> we were sweating like it was a really hot day but there's just such a buzz from it I just think it's such a like magic thing I just I really do love it and a lot of people always say that kind of make that comparison like oh like do you want to get into TV and I'm like god no I have no interest don't I just, bother don't do it I, I just <laughs> I just don't never I just love like soppy moment but like honestly like I just think that I loved it and wanted to do it from those evenings like after school open plan house one telly no internet like what not a sob story had a lovely upbringing don't get me wrong but like I just listened to the radio that's just what I did and I just found it so comforting and like to think that that person is like acting as your mate but they don't know that you exist kind of and I was like imagine being able to provide that kind of like service for someone like just like, I think there's a huge level of companionship in it Um and I adore it I really do will you tell us about the baby from a couple of weeks ago the baby oh the will baby. you tell us about that yeah that was amazing yeah like then there's stuff that makes you want to cry yeah. like it's just like basically um, a uh, girl okay my show was moved to my house in March I think it was or was it April but basically I broadcast from home for three months I think and that was weird <clears throat> really really weird firstly I didn't think it was possible I was naive yes it is possible but it was just from the end of my bed and it was just such obviously a weird time for everyone like everyone was just so freaked out at that point we're still all a bit freaked out but we were particularly like what is going on um so going on air from my room was like really really strange but I feel like it genuinely built relationships with listeners and presenters so much more just there was just something about it that just you felt closer to them in a way yeah and uh anyway <clears throat> Like, there was girls telling me, like, "Emma I got engaged? Happened to my parents? He had to don't say it on air, but I wanted to tell you. Like And you're like, thanks, girl. Come <laughs> Show me that diamond. <laughs> like, on WhatsApp. And, yeah, it's just, it's class. Like, you know, and you do feel like you're just chatting to your mates, you know? But anyway, this this girl got in touch and she was uh, saying that she was pregnant and such a strange time to be pregnant and whatever. And she just really loved the show and whatever. She, she was... Um, just really enjoying the company every day or whatever at home and she couldn't do anything obviously in lockdown she was she, to be so careful when she was heavily pregnant and then she messaged in or she rang in a couple of weeks ago and I was chatting to her and I I, I, I had forgotten in the early part and then I remembered that she, she was like I was texting you or whatever in early lockdown when I was pregnant Um, I'm convinced that my baby recognizes your voice and I was like what the hell she was like basically you started talking there and like he started smiling and his his eyes all lit up and all and she was like we had you on every day here when he was in my belly and i'm just convinced at this point like he recognizes your voice and like knows your voice and i, I just oh, i mad. just oh, God. God. Oh, God. i was pmsing hard that day like and <laughs> i was literally like i can't like i just can't like yeah. and just the whole lockdown thing as well and it's just yeah i just think it's such a special medium you know what i mean yeah it's just gorgeous that you know from the likes of helping the lady out with her flower pots to just feeling like there's someone there. Like, I don't know about you, but even today, like, there's so many radio stations I love. And, you know, if you're driving to work or driving home, and like, you'd be so gutted if anyone was to go anywhere. Like, obviously, you move on really quick and someone new comes in, and like, it's great, but like, you just build such a connection to these people, I think.
4: Yeah, definitely. Know? Um, so the reason we did this episode was because I mentioned two strangers on a wedding and you got on to the OG, not yep. power, <laughs> to talk about it because I did not have my facts straight.
3: Um, <laughs> hang on there, let me bring up.
4: A little bit Can you fluff uh, <laughs> Yeah
3: so this is basically A promotion where If anyone didn't listen To last week's episode That's kind of rude But anyway I don't know Why you're here um, it was, But Breed was saying That she had heard of this Like was it, a, it wasn't a competition It was basically A social experiment It was a, just, it was a standout
4: for, like, Moment in my brain That happened on radio While I was going to school In the mornings Where
3: they found Two strangers Who agreed to get married without they, they did marry the first sight Before married the first sight did yeah. marry the first sight Yeah try and say that five times fast But you can't anyway here's Niall Power with more on um, this Two Strangers on a Wedding
2: hey ladies Niall Power here from Beat 102103 Beat Breakfast just to confirm I heard you mention Two Strangers on a Wedding and you're not going crazy it did actually happen back in 2009 we weren't the first in Ireland to do it 98 FM did it a couple of years earlier Uh, with Dermot and Dave and their couple went on to quite a bit of success actually they um, had two kids and stayed together for about five years we weren't so lucky uh, our couple um, Batman and Lady Mm Uh, unfortunately by the time they got to the honeymoon realised that they weren't the perfect couple that we dreamed that they would have been but it was a crazy six weeks from first mentioning it on air to all of a sudden broadcasting a wedding live on a, on the breakfast show um, there was a little bit of a loophole, you'd asked about the legality and basically in Ireland you have to give the state three months notice of your intention to wed so the agreement with the couple was that they would sign the papers and have the blessing on the wedding day and then finish the paperwork three months later with the state or they'd give back all their prizes including an engagement ring and the house to live in and that but they didn't get that far it all kind of fell apart in the honeymoon and i woke up one sunday morning to find she was on the front page of four national sunday papers so it was quite the crazy ride but that's the thing about two strangers and a wedding is uh it's every story is different it's been done all over the world in australia the bride ended up sleeping with the TV camera crew from a TV network that went to film it. Um, she had to be uh, snuck out a back door of back to the airport when they arrived back because the groom's family were waiting for her. In Birmingham, when it was first done, the bride left the husband after a very short time to um, get with the presenter of the radio show that hosted it, who was Jeremy Kyle of All people. <laughs> it was, yeah. While it was quite a scandal in 2009, um, I'm sure it's all the rage now on TV with married at first sight all over the world. So crazy times um, and uh, a lot of fun, but I wouldn't do it again. Uh, continued success with the podcast, girls.
3: Aww. Oh, thanks, Nile. What a pro. How minging must that man have had to be for you to want to get with Jeremy Kyle? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, they must have maybe just got the issue some lay absolute... with the woman there, though. For once absolutely! Germany, oh yeah, she it. had worms for reins Like absolutely, <laughs> the, worms <got> <laughs> the worms got her, and they got her hard. What? So, yeah, I didn't make hell. it up. Um, I mad really that remember those, that. That other pair stayed together. Yeah, mad for that
4: a it's while, such like. a thing now when like. Radio stations reduce. Radio data so first, anonymous. like do you yeah. know what I mean? And
1: I know it's not marriage, but just kind of dating in general, like the likes of Love Island and yeah. stuff. I know it's not the same thing. But like obviously they're they're not anonymous under these names Batman and Lady, but like, you know, yeah. it's it's been done to death, but like what a commitment to make as a listener. Would you do it? I think I'd probably do it for the crack. <laughs> I know what you do for the crack. Not a hope. Well like would I be getting married to Keen? like
3: No they... that's not no. Two strangers on a wedding then That's oh, me yeah, my well, boyfriend then. get married
1: <laughs> And fucking That's just a wedding And rent a <laughs> fair for an ideal <laughs> Absolutely ideal um, I, I don't know this yeah. man Yeah I don't know You look like <laughs> a nice person Me and Keen at the altar I pretend I do not
3: see him <laughs> yeah. um, No I I wouldn't No but like I don't know like
4: I feel uh, I, I always said that about the TV show Where I'd probably like I know it's a marriage And it's a big thing and all But like you only live once and it'd be a gas story To tell your Well grandkids.
3: like if it is Kind of the way Nile said it Where it's like You kind of do forget it Like I mean You don't There's really lose anything Because, because like, you didn't have The ring before You didn't have whatever If you just have to give them back And be like alright bye And the only thing You have to deal with Is like the fact that you did it On a national or regional station Then like yeah It's probably not that bad
4: Yeah, You know mm-hmm. Like So no one remembers them now Like Well you do <laughs> You are Apart from me apparently <laughs> Um Another promo I was talking to you about during the week was
1: The Fugitive. Oh my god The Fugitive was the best. Which I
4: think every station in the world has probably
1: done at some stage yeah. but yeah, I vividly FM remember. Well. We're a match for the fugitive. But the thing about it is like in your region like when you're younger obviously it's different now like you don't get that other people do it you just think. No you think oh, person on the loose with loads of money. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. oh literally. Like. And
4: I'm the only one that's probably heard this so mm. no I remember vividly like when it came to Gori, me and my mom and my brother running around gory trying to find him. my mom was as into it, like, I'd we kept well go- believe it we kept going up to the security man in heaton's um like the clothes shop on gory main street and we were like circling him for ages because we were all too nervous to ask but he just looked so suspicious and my mom went up and she goes listen are you the fugitive or not and he was like <laughs> he was like why he was i think he was far and he was like why do people keep asking me that
3: <laughs> oh
1: that's so
4: bad he had, he had no idea what was going sake. on
1: um but we didn't find him. But we'd really tried. I remember because I lived in such a remote part of Waterford that like I couldn't get a lift to find the fugitive because it would be like 45 minutes of my dad's time to like yeah. probably more than likely not find the fugitive. And I remember listening and being like, the fugitive's in Dungarvan. And yeah. I was like, fuck's sake that, come on. He was like, I'm not driving it's Dungarvan. Like it's not happening. Because when you're Both young
4: it's... as well, you think no one else is going to bother Trying to win this.
1: <laughs> oh, I used to think <laughs> yeah. that there'd be floods of people out and really? they wouldn't have a chance. Yeah.
4: Oh no, we and we had the opposite yeah. mentality. So we're, you were we you are winners yeah. <laughs> Born, um, born well, delusional. Do you want me to tell you about some of the darker radio promos? That How I,
3: dark? Some of them are Robert really, really dark like over here, on my mic and You know that. Okay, we'll start funny and then we'll get a bit, uh, we'll get a bit dark. Maybe should we should go darker than end funny though, should we? We might just have to cut some of these out Because they are really
1: bad Shane (laughs) I'm Shane Shane is his hand
3: over the scissors icon on the desk Okay we'll start light We'll start light We'll start light That button Um, doesn't exist by the way Million dollar
4: head in the sand Was a competition today FM in Australia hosted this promotion in 2011 as part of the release for the latest Twilight film which makes no sense what um,
5: <laughs> they were what? there's nothing about no, no correlation sand. at what? all
4: <laughs> there were money bags buried in a circle on Bondi Beach and the contestant had five minutes to dig up as many bags as possible by either hands or shovels um, um, shovel hands shovel hand or shovel hands um, the contestant found five bags and was told she could open two of them the very first one she opened contained one million dollars <gasps> Which is class? Mm-hmm. Oh, you'd be sorted. Do you know what
1: though? One of my favorite things ever, and like I don't really get to do this this much at the moment, but like it, the best thing ever is when like you're here, like, okay, this is the client, this is the budget. What will we do? Like your brain just goes, oh, like it's so exciting <laughs> yeah. to come up with these ideas. Yeah, like, it's and the so crazier exciting. the better. I'm sometimes really jealous of that department. I'm like, I'd love to be stuck into that every day. Yeah, you know, and even like like the likes of BBC Radio One or the likes of Kiss um, in Australia with who are home to Kyle and Jackie O, like. No idea is too big Yeah Like hit me Yeah And I just think that's really exciting (laughs) Yeah
3: It's just as mad as possible like Um, Live in it to
4: win it Entrants had to stay in their car As long as possible The last one left won the car So there was like Multiple entrants in the same car Sick And you had to live in it For as long as possible Um, Similar to contests Where contestants had to keep their hand On the car or kiss the car that's awful. There was another the like the, I just yeah, can't stop thinking about the
3: sweat. Oh, imagine the condensation on the window. The oh. condensation.
1: Imagine oh, if someone farting. The condensation, farting. Cleo. Um,
3: Condensation. This one's
4: not great though. Uh, win a win a baby. <laughs> it was held. Oh. No, you made this up. I didn't. It was held in 2011. Wait, wait. what? At a Canadian radio station. 2011. Where's the Where did they get to be? <laughs> <laughs> I have so many questions. The idea was that listeners would choose one lucky couple to re- receive in vitro fertility treatments. Oh people hated God. the idea of this because it brought light to, the f- to a financial and emotional problem for many couples mm-hmm. oh by turning it into a popularity contest. God, um, <laughs> that's even worse than what this I This isn't even like... the worst. Uh, even though people disagreed. With the promotion, it did, however, promote a political discussion about the lack of government aided IVF treatments in Ontario. There you go. Um, Win yourself a wedding. However, there's a catch. The couple must walk down the aisle naked.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I swear to God, but as you said, this is one of those ones where they're all just sitting in a room and they're like, oh, like, let's let's just see who'll do it. Let's just have a fucking (laughs) laugh. Like, who cares? Like, oh, yeah, win a wedding. (laughs) Oh, but they have to do it naked. Yeah, Yeah. brilliant. (laughs) Brilliant, Uh, John.
4: In 2011, one couple did it. And I think they could cover like the important bits, but the rest. What are like, the important bits? For you? <laughs> <I don't
3: know. laughs> what are the important bits for you? <laughs> it's,
4: uh, each to their own. Okay, this one's <clears throat> mad. Uh, <laughs> swallow that tea. Sorry, drink, uh. drink urine for the Motley Crew tickets. For Motley Crew tickets. <laughs> where was this? Oh. So, um, where was this? Uh, K O M P ninety two point three FM of Las Vegas did it in nineteen ninety nine. Uh, DJ Greg McFarland was trying to think up there's a reason why I was trying to think up of a radio contest no I'm thinking of a different one Um, for listeners to win Motley Crue tickets and after he used his idea of making them reenact the Pamela Anderson Tommy Lee sex tape on live on air he was stumped but uh, in a flash of inspiration he decided he would make listeners drink a few ounces of his own urine great oh my god Absolutely uh, Three yeah. contestants came into the studio Prepared to face the challenge But got cold feet When they realised He was actually going to make them do it um, And then the fourth guy walks in Pushed everyone out of the way And throws it down like it was Pepsi So that guy won Motley Crue tickets Motley and, Crue um, aren't even
3: that good And
4: yeah. you're, you're, you're going to
3: drink wee
1: for like, it If it was 10 grand You'd be like Okay look It's sick But I understand your motive Yeah like, What like, concert would you do for? If it was her concert Ella Henderson <laughs> Oh, get yeah, a life, honestly. Does no. Ella Henderson know that you drink pee for a ticket for her gig? Because like she'd surely sort <sighs> she she you out with like... And, like. the, the,
3: the prize <laughs> is it's only you and the gig and she knows, so she's just like, you're like <laughs> she won't, yeah. won't make eye contact. You're like, you're like ah, key for the crowd. And she's like oh, she won't look at you. So. Yeah, she won't look at you. <laughs> she's she looking everywhere
4: else. Um, that presenter immediately got fired. Um <laughs> the... breeze. Win a funeral. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh god. Um. Not a bad show. Funerals are expensive. Someone won their, won their funeral paid for. I think. Win breast implants. Okay, yeah, we're back to
3: normal now. <laughs> um, Where was that? America uh, or Calgary,
4: Alberta. Oh. In response to body issues that many women have as a result of da 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 da. Blah blah blah. Canadians are insane. Canadians are insane. There was a really batchet one here. Oh, this one. Tattoo your penis for a
3: car. <laughs> It's like they actually just put words in, like yeah, a, like into uh, a bot, a like. generator, like, and it was like, oh Christ! There's a picture. Do you want to see? No.
4: Do <laughs> you like, the social I, or yeah, say,
1: It's it's not if it's only a little dot and you're getting it's not, a car. It's, it's
4: the word mini, so you want a Mini Cooper. Oh God's <laughs> God! Oh, yes. oh, the worst, <laughs> the worst word. Can you really so German radio station RTL. Uh, That's excellent. Had a Mini Cooper to give away, but they couldn't be bothered to actually come up with a contest, so they said uh, they would give it to whoever would perform the craziest stunt. So a 39-year-old Andreas Mueller really, really liked Mini Cooper's and needed a way to top the list. So he got the word Mini tattooed on his penis. I'd probably do that as well, to be honest. Yeah, yeah.
1: Oh, wow. Oh, it looks so It looks very infected. It looks
3: very inflamed. (laughs) Um, This one's not great either. (laughs) Not great as in we can't say it now or win a wife? Yeah, all right. Uh, Does it get
4: worse? Yeah, yeah. the Edmonton, Alberta the
3: the, What is it? What, in the Alberta, water Alberta, in Canada Alberta, Alberta.
4: Oh my god The bear um, It was a radio station Apparently lots of radio stations have done this Where they offered the chance to win a foreign bride So
1: Oh jeez <laughs> oh, um, okay, would... I think Irish radio is in a very good place by the Yeah oh my I'm yeah. so, glad. Yeah.
4: so glad So they basically Whoever won they would send them to like the Czech Republic Or um, Russia And they'd be taken care of by a matchmaking service. That, called was, it, that, Girl. Was, that was a
3: fucking man's idea. I hate to
4: say it. Like, of course it was, yeah. yeah. <sighs> um, this people one is it. dark. Hold your Wii for a Wii. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's dark. It's
3: dark. It's dark. It's dark. I used to do that though. Um, so oh, this does is, it get bad? Like, yeah. Can Sa- I take back what I just said? Okay.
4: Sacramento, California. Um, back in 2007, when people were still pretty excited about the Nintendo Wii. <laughs> Um, KDND107.9 had themselves won and were willing to part with it to the listener who could go the longest without urinating. No, stop laughing. Every 15 minutes contestants were given 8 ounces of water and the last one to break and go to the bathroom would win. As it turns out, people don't just urinate for fun and holding it in can lead to some big consequences. And for one of the competitors, a woman named Jennifer Strange, the consequence was death. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) Um, she drank around seven and a half litres of water before relieving herself and died hours later of a condition called acute water intoxication. The tragic turn of events resulted in 10 employees of the radio station being fired, as well as a lawsuit that resulted in $16.5 million settlement for her family. Sorry,
3: what I will say is, I actually went on a walk with Carrie earlier and I was like, oh, did anything happen in Donegal or whatever that like we could... Talk, you know, like Donegal Radio right, Oh or yeah, yeah. And she, said, just in she's, and she said, actually, I remember hearing about someone like drinking so much water that they that they died. But I could have made that up. So, but oh, I, she she's my, spot on. Yeah, but it didn't happen in Donegal But and Jesus then, Christ. Um,
4: win a divorce was I think this is the last one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, New Zealand radio station The Rock FM needed a contest for Valentine's Day in 2012, and um, so they came up with a brilliant idea that they would c- take care of all the costs for one lucky couple's divorce, um, provided the breakup. Oh, provided the breakup occurred live on air. That's so dark. Oh, I kind of oh, I love the drama of it though. So they chose a winner whose name was Sam. Sam was a woman and was scheduled to call her husband, Andy, on Valentine's Day 2012 to tell him she was leaving him. Um, And instead of what happened, instead of a depressing and heartbreaking phone call, what happened next was actually pretty awesome. I have not read this in advance. I'm really sorry. sorry. <laughs> I'm surprised Great. as I'm reading it. When the DJs... Uh, called who they thought was Sam's husband Andy a woman answered confused (sighs) they asked if they were speaking with Andy and the woman answered no it's not Andy it's never going to be Andy and it wasn't Andy to start with you fucking idiots (gasps) Uh, it turns out it was Sam's lesbian partner Amber who with Sam proceeded to tell the hosts exactly how terrible they are and how disgusting their contest was That oh is pretty cool Oh
3: my God There you go
4: The host clearly had no idea How to react And pretty much just let Themselves be berated At one point one of them said I feel like I'm in an episode Of Scooby-Doo And we're finally figuring out How, cu- how you caught us um, And that we would have gotten away With it too If it weren't for your You dastardly lesbians Jesus What the hell That is
3: batshit There you go Did you enjoy them um, g- <laughs> Sorry Keen actually sent in one That of our did before Where they gave away a gaff In 2007 F1 um, 4? Yeah, in terms, oh, of Stern, nice. he said he remembers. He said it happened the day he made his confirmation. He also sent <laughs> in a voice note, but I can't. Uh, sorry, Keen, I can't read you know, what you said because I didn't get a chance to listen to this. So we might listen to it after and share it on social. So. Oh, Keen wouldn't let you down. Wait, Keen wrote. i Keen yeah. McCarthy. Keen wrote. He, he wouldn't let you down. I know he
1: wouldn't let me down, but we well, just reply
3: and ask if it's okay, and then we
1: can go back to it in a sec if it is. Yeah. Can
3: that's, uh, can we? Yeah. That's the pros can we play you. this on the episode? like is it appropriate <laughs> we're recording
1: right now we're recording right now
4: have you ever been like massively cut out on air or like cut in the hop or anything
1: like yeah well in the early days when I was in news first uh, like news I loved sports was not my thing oh yeah and there's so many tricky names to when pronounce the, when the tennis is on Uh Awful. Yeah. And I, as I said, like, I am quite a stutterer. Or, like, I know I am. Like, as in, I think some of my friends are still kind of shocked that I'm even on the radio because, <laughs> like, I don't speak very clearly sometimes. Um, But it, it's funny, like, um, headphones and a mic help clear you up so much because you can hear yourself so much better. Yeah. Like, slow down because I speak really fast. But on a Saturday morning, I used to read the news sport and sports and... I, for three bulletins in a row, said Paris Saint German. Um, And I got destroyed on the text. Yeah, got absolutely destroyed. That's funny though. And I just read it so phonetically as it was in front of me. Like, so Paris Saint German are in action this evening. (laughs) Good for them. We love you Paris Saint German. I don't know her. I don't know her. (laughs) I always just said PSG after that. Aye, aye. Um, and apart from that, yeah, I suppose Like there's loads of times that you make mistakes And that's the thing Because it could knock In the early days It would knock your confidence so much When you make mistakes Because you're just like scarlet for yourself But then you kind of just get like Look, these it's things happen, happen, move over. on But yeah, I was really I really messed up a couple of years ago um, When I was in iRadio one afternoon I dropped... An F-bomb And oh, I've no. I, I, Like genuinely I'm a bit of a cursor anyway Like I do have a bit of a potty mouth In my natural speech So It's something that you're always nervous of When you start off first And then It just doesn't really happen You just don't yeah. It just kind of just blocks off You just You just don't really get caught like that You're okay I But how yeah. that go down? Uh, my boss was so, it was great about it at the time because I was so nervous. I was so nervous. I was like, oh my god! Like it just fell out, and I didn't, I didn't. You know when something's happening and you're sweating so much and you're like palpitating so much that you're like just get out of the link, get out of the link, rather than just stopping now being like, what did I just say? I'm so sorry. Like I I, I wasn't able to do that. I was panicking so much. Yeah. So I like, got it. I remember exactly. We were in went into Cleese Millionaire. Cleese <laughs> Millionaire was playing. I got under the desk and work and was like, oh, because I could see like <laughs> through the window, through the window. Uh, Emer who was working on the drive time show at the time, I could see her like lift a headphone as in like, did she just say that? And I was like, oh God, it happened. <laughs> so basically what was happening at the time was I, I, this particular link, like the age demographic on the show was like, you know, 18 to 35. But this particular link, typically I was talking to the kids because I was trying to uh, ask the kids, we were we were basically reshooting a video, the brand was, of Baby Shark using people that lived within oh. the region, right? So they were asking the kids to come to whatever shopping centers around the region on whatever days if they wanted to get involved or whatever, right? So I was talking about Baby Shark and I was like, so whether you think it's it's brilliant or whether you think it's, Fucking infuriating. <laughs> we want you to feature in the video. Babies crying across Ireland. I'll never forget wah, it. Wa wah wah. Well stop crying. I have my recovery here, um, if you want oh, to play hear it. it. Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay, sorry. Um sorry, now this will That's take right. a sec. They put me on radio on when I was 16
4: for my uh, YSI project. Yeah. And I said the word flabbergasted and I did not because I could I had no I couldn't remember any of the stats we had like yeah. to back up our project. Um and they were like and what what were the results and I was like I don't know we were just you know like flabbergasted <laughs> and I did not live it down for I'd say six months in school oh, <laughs> fair yeah
1: but that's obviously not the sorry hardest. guys I Jokinan think this is it no where is it aftermath I thought it was called I remember coming out of Macklemore tune but no <laughs> <laughs> um, let me see
3: um Kian's voice message is relating to the um a sexy joe song that was on fm 104 a while ago i think
0: that
3: a sexy joe song he said it's a bit rude but it's funny go, it. go on play it then Can't. oh i need to turn my phone up hang on
5: hey i uh, thought of another one for He's so cute dfm um, or sorry for your like radio promotions and stuff like that um uh, like I don't know why I keep going back to FM one oh four but the Jim Jim and Nobby one uh, the breakfast show um or sorry common Jim Jim that's what it was so Colum who's on Radio Nobby now and Jim Jim I think he's still on FM one oh four doing the breakfast show he got they both gone to, to FM and come one of them one of them had gone back to uh, FM one oh four. Anyway, they had like um you had to like fill in the blank and it was like make music out of, and it went on for weeks. Like it went on for so 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 long, and then one girl finally rang in. Don't even know what she won. I don't know if you win anything off this, but um, she finally <laughs> rang in. She was like, "Oh, I think this is wrong, but uh, make music out of mashed potatoes." And they like dug out this like really old, um. A radio really clip of like an American woman saying it, but like this went on for ages. I remember this went on for I'm so fucking long that like when you actually found out what the answer was, you were like, "That how was anyone going to get that?" I see if I can dig out a, a clip or like a link or something like that. But uh, just a, even if you're stuck for stuff like,
4: <laughs> I'm so confused.
5: That FM one hundred and four <laughs> breakfast show actually with common Jim Jim was like. Peak. That is definitely like, definitely like a small Mighty you could do. That was so good. That was like cold status that got them to 2FM because they had that and then they had released the CD of all like their funny bits. And it was like <laughs> who's the sexy joe and it was like joe duffy and then like then like people talking or bringing in about like oxygen one year and stuff like that I like i there was loads of bits i did like that might even make a good little segment like way down the line if you're really stuck for something <laughs> now, get, him. I <laughs> Colin, maybe i don't know but um that was like a high point of fm 104 but yeah that that's kind of like a big one as well
3: um, that actually reminded me as well. Of when I asked my friends at home. Val was saying, do "You know, a lot of stations do the secret sound. There yeah. was one that either like Red FM or 96FM did as well, and it was like the noise was the person throwing tea lights into a box." And Val was like, "How would you have gone? How? Like how? Anyway, did you yeah, but that's.
1: The, I think that's great. Yeah. Oh, okay, no, sorry. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Sorry. 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 Recovery. Of the year. Just you curse you, and you. You and you get out of it. Okay. okay sorry is it this this is this is this is how i recover from it okay okay I think I could do with a bit of a censor like Macklemore there, could I? Um, I just want to say I'm sorry for what happened a couple of minutes ago. In all the years I've worked in radio, in all the years uh, doing my own show, never in my life has that happened before. So uh, if there's little ears in the car or with you today after hearing a bold word that the bold girl said on the radio before lunchtime on a Friday, I genuinely apologise. It just slipped out and I can tell you that I'm shaking ever since it happened a couple of minutes ago. What an awful, awful feeling feeling. Um so yes, I am very, very sorry if it caused offence to anybody. Um what I was saying though was this we are I'm gonna just fast forward this on a little because then I'm just doing the read again without cursing at people and then point <laughs> six billion times. Whether I as I was saying whether you find it absolutely amazing or absolutely head wrecking, um it is very, very addictive. Sorry, where is this bit at the I'd end low five it. and i want... again I just think this bit linked it all back in quite a i nice. tell you this about this poor TV presenter. Speaking of embarrassing things that happen uh, while you're on air, whether on radio and you're saying bold words by accident, or in the case of this lady, um, her body let her down and she vomed while on telly oh, on a guest. <laughs> So things could be worse for me today. I'll tell you about her story next. Emma, yeah,
3: so could be worse in go. fairness. Yeah, Dad, did you get any like
1: texts? Oh, everyone was just so supportive and so oh, really? like, oh Emma, God, love you. I can hear you shaking. Like I can play you um, a little bit of the panic after it <laughs> happens. So, daughter, your little one. Here we go. Sorry. Take on the very. Okay, okay, okay. I'm actually cringing so much. I don't want to play this in full. But like, if you're eating something, so it's fucking absolutely brilliant. <laughs> um, yeah. I just listen to the panic as I continue to get into this. Uh, check out iradio.ie uh, for all the details starting from next week on iradio. Like, mortified. Couldn't, yeah. couldn't, like, climbed onto the desk. Oh, that would happen
3: to me. I'd be, I wouldn't even notice. I'd probably be doing it on purpose, like. <laughs>
1: Like, like fucking kids, <laughs> but but the thing about it is, like, it's not a big deal. Like it happens, no. but for some reason in your head, you just go, "What did you just say?" You know what I mean? Like, and and I think it just, I think I remember the time being so freaked out because I was like, "That's never happened to me before." Yeah, like, it, I don't know. You must I don't know.
3: Really hated Baby share.
1: I really didn't like it.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> it really annoyed me. That's
3: fair. That's fair. That's fair. But
0: yeah, um, that's it.
3: I think Emma needs Emma needs to go. She's That's, a busy woman. Emma does need to go. Um, we'll get your plug in. You've a podcast yourself that Thank Shane you. also works as magic on. There he is. <laughs> um, He's a bird now. Deep music chats. <laughs> Everyone, please go listen to that and leave lovely reviews. Most recent episode is with Zara King, who's been uh, bringing us all the COVID coverage. Extremely well. I have a lot of time for it. Sorry I haven't actually listened to the episode yet, but I'm lo- very much looking forward to it. So. She
1: speaks out very highly of you girls. Aww. <laughs> yeah. We should get her episode. on for
3: when we, uh, whenever we do coronavirus, electric boogaloo, or whatever the sequel is. Yeah. This time it's personal. <laughs> we, yeah, we've been avoiding it, but we, we probably should. The elephant in the room. But anyway. Um, thank you so much for joining us. Thank we really you very appreciate much. it. Do you, do you need to literally leg it out now, or can you stay for any bandwagons?
1: There's no rush, no. Oh, great. Oh, okay. okay. You're gonna love then you're going to love
3: these <laughs> new
4: bandwagons from Breed Brown. <laughs> um, First one, I have to give a plug, personal plug to our good friend Sinead Hessian.
3: We do, she yeah. She started
4: up her own illustration Instagram and it's called, shh, illustrations, shh, like H H S, H, 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 and I don't know if you saw on my Instagram during the week, um, she did a gorgeous portrait of me and my housemates. And oh, I did see it, that, that was gorgeous. Yeah, she's only just started doing it in the last couple of weeks and she's really, really good and you should definitely go follow her. Um, we'll plug it maybe on our stories Yeah we'll so throw it up on um,
3: it. Leanne the Insta, If
1: anyone And Leanne's she looking. is
3: honestly one of the nicest people I know Yeah so that's Shhh shh illustrations illustrations um, Great British Bake Off is back Dun 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 Oh thank god What a whopper the, episode last week Who have you pegged to win? Oh, I, oh. I can't remember any of their names I can't remember any of their names either The uh, Mark but with the moustache Mark with a K The I Northern liked, Irish guy yeah. Yeah. yeah I really liked that Lady Laura yeah, I just like the blonde her. gal. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, she's yeah. my winner. The cast is really strong. Yeah. I like
1: a lot of them. Do is you see the one that was saying that she was so nervous? She was like, "My stomach's like a washing machine." I was like, "I like." <laughs> <laughs> um, we were saying, "There's what's your one?" And she's like the absolute head of
3: Roxy from EastEnders. She's big Roxy. Oh, energy. and she do, she's like a, she does Icelandic. Like she likes Icelandic like oh, metal really cool and, and does yoga. Yeah. Oh, I can't think of her name, but good for her anyway. Um, yeah, she's class. Yeah, it's back Tuesdays eight o'clock, Channel Four. Um, and then finally, you did say
4: last week we were going to start shouting out takeaways. <laughs> 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 and we never discussed oh, it again.
3: Oh, yeah, I did say that. Who we so shout out this
4: week? We're not. We're just. Uh...
3: <laughs>
4: we're not going to do no, that. No, I thought okay. I'd give a little plug. Uh, our friend of the pod, Fanula Moran, has written a piece for evoke.ie and it's 70 places where you can dine al fresco. So if you're looking for somewhere that you can go for dinner in Dublin at the minute, they're pretty much all up there. Or there's plenty to
3: choose from yeah. if you're looking I will say, for a list. I will say I went to Anito's on Saturday on Drury Street and it was very nice. And I also went to uh, Janet's in Eat Yard. I would die for Janet. Janet You is... absolutely love Janet. Like, like... I, I turn up and she's like, hello, and then just gives me samples. I love her so much. Um, And where else do I eat? Sorry, I got a toast in Loose Cannon. So there's three off the top of my head. But um, yeah, check out that list because Fanula uh, has put together a very comprehensive one if you're looking for some
1: Can inspo. I quickly just say that I got... a. Uh, p- like the best takeaway pizza I've ever gotten anywhere last night. Like from I don't even really need to think about it. It's from Deluxe Takeaway, which is kind of up Tick Knock. But if you're out oh. in the part of the world. There um, you go. It's on Just Eat. Unbelievable. Okay. I don't know what it was about it. It was just extra special. Got some mushrooms, got some ham and got some uh, chicken. Garlic dip was sensational. Um, yeah, it was. it was... Top dollar stuff, I high praise. It. Yeah,
3: deluxe takeaway. There you go. I might actually start including the mini bandwagons in the descriptions. Don't know why I didn't do that from the start. But oh, that's a great idea. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great idea. We're only t- nearly two years in, but it's anyway. a lot of admin to go back yeah. and do that. We need. We'll need to get some intern to come back <laughs> and do do unsteamed. all the. <laughs> To all the back end ones. Anyway, and uh, thank you so much for listening. Follow us on Spotify. You'll get all the new episodes there. Leave us a review, but only if it's nice. We're at Band Nines Podcast. Everywhere on social, join us on Patreon. Uh, our freshest episode is up now. Uh I don't really know what we're doing this week for it. We, we have, have an, an idea. idea. Actually yeah, we have an idea, but we'll we need to we need to We need to talk to some we need people. to talk to some people. Uh so keep an eye out for that. But do join us. It's only how much to a month? Five dollars? Yeah. Whatever that is in your own Less than five And then you Euro. get Four bonus episodes And you get a playlist And Breed will read your tarot Or she'll analyse your dreams Actually next month <laughs> That sounds so crazy <laughs> Actually next month We're swapping And I'm going to do it And Breed's going to do I'm going to do a playlist Called Shy Tunes They're actually class Yeah
1: Oh I love that Yeah, yeah. Give me an example Like Oh Do <laughs> you ever <heard> of Wesley <laughs> <laughs> My housemate um, I could hear her shower Like in the shower She was listening to Crazy Frog the other day uh, No That oh, was a tune no. I was buzzing her in oh, the- no, oh, oh, Do you know it ding, Left ding. out Alone, who's that? On Anastasia, yeah, 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 that's like that's, well, cool.
3: baby that's you my should know. Yeah, yeah, just how it feels, yeah. Okay, yeah, so look out bye. for that in October. Um, do you want to announce the Nivea winner? Yes, I do. Um, we'd like to thank Nivea obviously for sponsoring the social competitions that are running at the minute, and we are here to announce, um, the winner of the first goodie bag worth 85 euro, Moya McEarlean. Thank you so much for entering And for listening And for being a friend I really hope I didn't butcher The pronunciation of your name If you want to DM us on Instagram Send us your contact number And your address And we will get that out to you ASAP Rocky And you can have yourself Nice and tanned And you can have all your makeup removed And you can be Only stunning girly
4: Yeah We have another competition Running at the minute So you haven't missed out yet We'll have competition For the next
3: three weeks Yeah You have three more opportunities to win If you didn't win Just enter again Yeah It's that easy Yeah Thanks Nivia. Bye. Talking
2: about that all the people are talking about.
0: planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet- setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like European linen